0: Thanks for listening to the BYU-Idaho Radio Evening Headlines podcast. I'm Logan Miller. Here are your local evening headlines for September 14th, 2022. Pollution is a major problem for wastewater facilities in Idaho. The Idaho Conservation League's fifth annual report on discharges from sewage treatment plants finds three-quarters violated Clean Water Act standards between 2019 and 2021. However, those violations aren't equally distributed. Just 10 facilities were responsible for more than half of them. In an interview with Northern Rockies News Service, Will Tiedemann with the Idaho Conservation League says those facilities are in rural towns, which have the fewest resources. There's less money, there's less support and funds to be able to adequately maintain and equip these treatment plants to do the work they need to do, and that can be a big challenge. Pollutants such as ammonia and E. coli were the most common. Tiedemann points out the violations could possibly hurt the health of people and wildlife. Despite the large number of infractions, the report mentions there were 28 cities and towns with no violations and seven that improved over the three-year period. Tiedemann says Idaho has received funds from coronavirus aid passed by Congress, which could help towns facing issues with their wastewater treatment plants. However, some rural communities could be pushed to the bottom of the list because of their small population size. Tiedemann notes members of small communities could also have greater influence on their leaders. Maybe the converse point of being a small town is that every citizen voice matters just that much more when they are these smaller towns. So speaking to your local officials, speaking to your mayors, any kind of city boards, county commissioners, things like that, maybe can have a bigger effect. He adds the report comes at an interesting time as Idaho takes over Clean Water Act enforcement from the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency. He says the public has an opportunity to help the state develop what compliance with the act will look like. An 18-year-old Boise High School senior was sworn in as a member of the Boise School District Board of Trustees. Newly elected Shiva Rajbenderi defeated incumbent Steve Schmidt. He is the first student to be elected to the board. You may now take your seat on the board. Rajbenderi is not new to civic engagement. The high school senior and climate activist has been vocal in his opposition to the Idaho Freedom Foundation and claims of indoctrination in schools. Last year, he spoke to Lieutenant Governor Janice McGeehan's task force that investigated claims of indoctrination in schools. I'm a third generation Idahoan and a junior at Boise High School, and I unequivocally do not believe that Idaho educators who have worked twice as hard the last year and a half to completely rewrite curriculum uh, to accommodate online hybrid, mass to distance learning, only to be insulted and stamped on by the legislature, are indoctrinating students to hate America, as this committee purports. Raj Ben-Derry is one of seven board members sworn in on Monday night. Elder Ulysses Suarez recently spoke at a congress for religious leaders held in Nur-Sultan, Kazakhstan. Elder Suarez is a member of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. In his speech at the 7th Congress of Leaders of World and Traditional Religions, he said the religious community is the key to surviving our world's epidemic of anxiety and distrust. He encouraged leaders to reflect a little deeper, love a little stronger, communicate a little clearer, and build the kinds of connections that help societies weather the storms of life. He proclaimed the key to living together in a world with so many beliefs. The peaceful coexistence of diverse religious practices, political opinions, and philosophical beliefs relies upon a rich tapestry of laws, customs, habits, morals, and ideas designed to keep human affections moving outward instead of inward. During the Congress, Elder Suarez was presented with a special Medal of Honor by Kazakhstan President Kasim Jomart Tokayev. Elder Suarez is the first apostle of the Church of Jesus Christ to address the Congress, which began in 2003. The Power to Become Conference is returning to BYU-Idaho. Power to Become is an annual event that encourages students, alumni, and guests to discover their passion, tell their story, and network effectively. It will be held on October 7th at 5 p.m. in the Hart Auditorium. We spoke about the event with Ellie Laws, a student event coordinator, and Cheyenne Matheson, a communications specialist.
1: We have a lot of different speakers coming just to tell us a little bit about what they do and how we can learn from them and be better students and future professionals.
0: The conference has not been able to be held for the last two years due to COVID-19. The featured speakers at Power to Become are from several different businesses, each bringing their own teachings and experiences. There will also be a concert after the conference.
1: So we will hear from Bill Crawford, who is the owner of Righteous Slice, Liza Lawrence, who is a producer and host of Wonders and Miracles, the podcast. Brian Haney, who is the co-founder of Topo Financial. Donald Kelly, who is the founder of the Sales Evangelist Training Organization. And then we will also have a special musical performance by Madeline Page.
0: This conference is for students of all majors and anyone who wants to improve their networking skills. Laws told us her experience when she first attended Power to Become a few years ago.
1: I'm not a business or marketing major or anything. I'm elementary. And so I was like, I'm going to go to this conference and there's not going to be a lot for me because I'm like, I'm not really into this business. And you'd be amazed. These stories that these speakers tell and the way the advice they give works for all majors. And there was definitely things I took from that, just learning how to network and learning how to get to know the community I'm going to be in and the job that I'm going to be in. I just think there were things that I learned that I didn't think I would. I didn't think that anything would apply to me and so that was super cool of an experience for me just to learn that even though these speakers may not be the same major or college or you know might be different in their experiences of life that I can still learn from them.
0: Tickets to the conference and concert are $10 for students and 15 for the general public. You can buy them at tickets.byui.edu. These have been your evening headlines for September 14th, 2022. You can catch more news, interviews, and great content on this podcast feed. Just ask Alexa, Google, or Siri to play the latest BYU-Idaho radio podcast, or listen to us for free on your favorite podcast app, like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. I'm Logan Miller, and this is BYU-Idaho Radio.